Attention patients of Sacred Heart Hospital, this is your sleep guide. Tonight we are on episode 9 of season 1. I want to apologize for the uh, lapse in episodes. I, Whenever it comes to these sorts of things, you know, I do them as a passion. I do them just for fun. And uh, this is, I, I, I mean, you don't want to admit that you like one of your children more than the other, but if I am going to record one of these episodes, I usually prioritize the office episodes just by the sheer fact that there are so many more listeners to that show. And uh, look, if this if if Scrubs picks up, then I'll definitely be able to I'll definitely put more attention into it. Uh, but for me, it's more important to keep the consistent office episodes going up than to do these when I can. But I would like to also continue to keep going twice a week because I get enough feedback that these help people fall asleep, and that's what I'm here for. Tonight, tonight's episode was written by Janae Backen. Tonight's episode was written by Janae Backen, directed by Elodie Keen aired on November 20th, 2001. What's interesting is, you know, I, I basically recognize all of the regular uh, directors, writers, producers of The Office. I'm not nearly as familiar with the production side of Scrubs outside of, like, Bill Lawrence and the actors and that sort of thing. And so, while I'll mostly, rec- like, I'm starting to be able to recognize certain episodes of The Office by uh, their style because of who written them, who wrote them or directed them. Um, I don't have nearly the familiar familiarity with Scrubs, um, especially in the way that I know the episodes. Like, I know this one's my day off. Like, I know the story points and the plot lines that come through it. Uh, so, just a small observation. But, Without further ado, let's get into the episode here as JD walks out of the hospital. It's a dark night. He goes to a free clinic and, oh, it's a bar called Free Clinic. The joke is he says you have to do something constructive, drinks his beer, looks around for... something. I already told her I got a girlfriend. You put your bare lips on my ear. And Turk does the handoff. I'm Jennifer. He won't stop talking about you. You spend every day saving children's lives. I do what I can. He's on and on and on. Oh yeah. Two things to be true about bars. I always pack the week of Thanksgiving. Put a beer in my hand. A mistress move. I 
violence tripped over an IV and blood shot over everyone. Oh, good. Save those children. Less blood, more fruity drinks. Turk hasn't changed a bit since college. He's always been the guy. This girl's pretty hot. Don't blow it, okay? Your 24-hour convenience store. He never closed. It's a fat Albert joke. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Except for the stabbing pain in my side. He was up all night with a high fever. Punching the wall all manly and angry-like. Poor Bambi. Carla will take care of you. Now JG is a patient. So Ginger says, you know people die here. You're a good friend. Can I have your stuff? I can't do this all on my own. No, I know. I'm no Superman. Superman. Back at the hospital. Baby, I'm an attractive man. We both know this. Oh, JG talks some girl up. And it shows a flashback of him vomiting on her shoes. Woo, woo, woo. I don't want you to see my unmentionable. Mm -hmm. Now we got Dr. Cox wearing a stranger baseball. What's up, Dad? Don't worry, I'm not really smothering his father. He used to be the chief of medicine here. A little, little prank on Carla. Got that great rapport with the nurses, huh? I've been systematically driving her away. Shortness of breath, problems urinating. Oh, you're making this so easy. Sexually active. Rare dry spell. Oh, cold hands. And then Elliot's exam was reminiscent of when my brother used to beat the crap out of me. Wasn't so bad. Ooh. Dr. Benson was my mentor, tells Dr. Cox, tells J.D. as they roll through the hospital. How does that not drive you crazy? Do not curtsy. Did you hear, oh, 
gets turned down by the former mentor. We never stop seeking the attention of men we look up to. Any questions? Great. Poor Dr. Cock. He seemed nice. Yeah, it is kind of annoying when I talk. Now we got JD and Turk hanging out in the hospital room. Turk just kind of balancing on a wheelchair. I think I broke my ass. Not everyone, just the people that work here. Is there something wrong with my exam? Five second threat. What's out or tell the truth? You're kind of rough. You're a little business like. And cold. Elliot, you could be more comforting. You know how annoying you are when you talk. Now we have the janitor who comes in and takes the TV and is gone. Dr. Cox, did you get my memo for senior staff about their dress code? Then I decided I made a replica of you out of what? And then I invited all the kids in the neighborhood to light it on fire and whack it with sticks. Dr. Benson's chart, chest x-ray, let's discharge him. Dr. Benson should stay until he's ready to go. He was only the chief of medicine for 10 years. I haven't had my coffee yet. Who gives a crap? That wasn't half bad, he says. A 26-year-old male vomiting abdominal cramps and a fever. And as we have JD being examined by the whole the whole intern group. Why do you spend more time thinking? A little more time at the gym. Dr. Reed appendicitis. Sounds like there's some fascinating backstory to her from the surgery. You better watch it, Bambi. You flinch every time you hear a Range Rover. As JD spends Thanksgiving at the hospital. Carla's, Carla's homeland of Chicago. Dr. Wen and Turk the attending. I get to cut you open. I get to cut you open. Go girl. Go girl. Go gammon. Carla and Turk. Jammin' and jammin'. 
know my Thanksgiving. And Uh, this guy comes back as a patient a few times. You're horrible with people. You're very cold. It's like you're a yeti. You're an efficient, competent doctor. Do you examine everyone like that, or just people that have wronged you? I appreciate your opinion. You see those guys over there? They're pretending to sleep so you won't manhandle them. Dude, what are you doing? That's why my mom pushed me down the stairs. When she was fat. Now we have hypertension. Viral infections or pericarditis looks like a heart attack, but don't let it fool you. It's a universal feeling to want to be there for a good friend. I'm going to stop seeing Turk as my crazy frat brother. He's a highly trained, competent young doctor. I'm about to bust a solid ice in his ice. Now JD asks for someone else. Dr. Connor will do the procedure. Turk not feeling so hot after that rejection. The good thing about friends is how quickly they blow over. Whatever, man. I can't believe Turk would never do something like this. He likes school in July. No class. We have the Fat Albert group again. Now we got Dr. Cox is chatting with the, with the dog. I was a little guilty when I wasn't there to help you. How are you, Dave? Hey, Doc, you should get some rest. You will stay here until you decide you're ready to leave. You've been the chief of medicine for ten years, right, Perry? Dr. Cox the same I sounding familiar and now we have Dr. Cox inspecting Kelso's head how do you comb your hair so the horns don't show what bothers you the most how much he respects me as a doctor how does that taste bitter hard to get down Dr. Cox makes a little thunder and lightning stare. Elliot's like, well, everyone likes you so much. 
Why does everybody think I'm a cornfish? I'm in the supply closet eating sugar packets. Carla says, look, I don't like telling people what to do. Here's what you think. Here's what your problem is. I'm dating Dirk. Sometimes he is a big kid. When it comes to work. He's as mature as anyone. A walrus. He's scared. Kelso is just pushing your buttons. Turk's not that mature. He was a walrus yesterday. Turk says JD is scared of sharks and this weird thing of pennies. Kelso's not a harmless guy. He's a pond person. Everyone says, oh, here's the wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I think you're right. You can start by touching them, holding their hand, a pat on the arm. You're going to be great, Bambi. Wait, no, she's not Bambi. Barbie. Now we have uh, Elliot trying to be trying to be uh, a little more caring with patience and it is not working out. Oh, spilled food on on him. Spilled food on him. Watch caught in a hair. CD. We don't treat symptoms. We treat people. That never stopped kicking me. He tried to discharge me an hour before I was dying. It wasn't me. I think you put it there yourself to get more attention. JD. Hey, buddy. We know you're bummed about missing Thanksgiving. We brought it to you. So wait, did he already get the surgery? Where's the food? Oh, that's right. Who wants the unmentionables? That was GD imagining that he was a turkey. They're going into surgery now. Dr. Dirk. There we go. Open them up. Most doctors don't believe in the out-of-body experience thing. If it was real or a dream, I was watching Dirk operate on me. I had my appendix out once. But I think I had it laparoscopically. 
is trying to comfort this patient. He really hates this touchy culture feeling. I don't want anyone to touch me. Where in Connecticut are you from? Greenwich. Elliot's from Greenwich. Patient from Darien. Oh yeah, so he's like, I'm burning up. And then she puts her cold hand. It's like an ice pack. Cold hand on the head. Are you close with your dad? That's his wife. Now we got Dr. Cox playing cards with his, uh, Dr. Cox playing with the chief of medicine, Dave. You know, the thing most disappointing is you. Probably because you show up the chief of medicine. He knows how big of an ass he is. You don't think, Barry. You're such a talented doctor. If you played the game a little, you could change things. But you're too stubborn for that. Alright, kid, your deal. Dr. Cox needs that every once in a while, huh? Now we got Turk coming to check on JD. Bandage. Cleaning. It's a really nice moment between them. JD's like, look, if I ever need surgery again, I want you inside me. What? Look, I get it. To me, you'll always be the bad, the geeky kid. I just want you to know how serious I am about what I do. That's not important. Now they're at the bar. Ginger ale and a cracker. Two pennies. Happy Thanksgiving, man. People you work with become your family. Your brother, your sister-in-law, or the cousin you have funny feelings for. And the crazy, angry uncle, which is Dr. Cox. You come down here, no one talk, just drink. Just like Thanksgiving at home. Fat Albert Groot 
in the credits. We got Cole, Cole Hayes Elliott. We got rounds from the patient's point of view. Dancing Turk and Carla, that's a classic shot. We got the beer helmet for Turk. And the unmentionables knife from the janitor. That's it. Good night. Sleep tight, sacred heart.